Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right. Uh, Well, I am Monica Graves, and I am a real estate agent in the state of Colorado. I have been licensed um, for going on 30 years. So April will make 30 years for me in this uh, crazy business. And I was first um, uh, licensed in Atlanta, Georgia. And so I did a lot of business there, but mostly for investing purposes only. And then I ended up uh, moving to Colorado in the year 2000. So I've been here for 23 years practicing real estate, and I am in several different markets. Um, Most of the markets that I cover are in the ski resort areas. And so um, I I started selling in Vail in 2008, then went to the Winter Park Ski Resort in 2010. And I have offices now in... um, Summit County, which is where Breckenridge is, and in Durango, which is uh, the southern part of the state. And um, we also cover Denver Metro. So if you're interested in any of the Colorado markets or or ski resort markets, you can check out my website at purplemountain.com. So what today we're going to talk about is the referral-based business. So I'm going to see if I can share my screen here. And we will see... um, so can you guys see that? All right. Cool. All right. So um, I, I teach this as a class and I've been um, good about my background in te- teaching is if you've ever heard of what I was saying is I've built a, a big referral base business. And um, let me see if I can actually get this to move. and. What I have found with the you know getting referrals, um, my business is about ninety five percent referral based, and I've built that you know over the years. Um, and I really didn't start working with referrals until um, around uh, two thousand and ten, and you know so so before that, my business was sort of just um, it came and went. I was on a roller coaster ride for a lot of years uh, trying to build a business. And then I started teaching Ninja. And if you've ever heard of Ninja Selling, I, I was an instructor for Ninja Selling for 12 years. And that's when my business changed. And, and it was because I changed my mindset. So you've probably seen this uh, before, a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And it's, you know, once you have that 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 growth mindset, then I understand that challenges help me grow. Um, feedback is very constructive. You have that opportunity uh, is is everywhere. And so with a fixed mindset, a lot of times people um, say there's only a certain amount of deals they can do per year or per month. Um, they tend to uh, don't like challenges and and a lot of times just get very frustrated and give up. And so when you're building a referral based business, really, most agents don't take the time to get referrals. Uh, most agents will just hunt for that business. You know, they'll hunt for it pretty much um, every month. 
where they'll hunt for it as soon as they see that they, you know, they've had one closing and then they take a couple of weeks off and then they start hunting again. Um, and most agents really are, are afraid to be clear on what they really want. And I don't know if you've heard of the 80-20 rule, but that's how a lot of uh, agents work. The 80-20 rule is really where they'll do 80% of something to get 20% of the business. Well, great agents will only do 20% of something to get 80% of the business. So you have to flip that if you want to um, build your business on referrals. So agents who build their business with referrals are working with only 20% and they end up getting um, more of their business because the referrals bring in a lot more business. And so what you'll find and what I have found is I don't have to work as hard or work as many hours if you build your business on referrals. Um, just for example, Mondays. So a lot of times uh, agents, you know, they've showed properties over the weekend or uh, they're writing contracts on Sundays and then Mondays are their days for trying to get under contract. What I have found is that happens with me as well, but I always uh, do phone calls on Mondays and Tuesdays, and I tend to get a lot of referrals on those two days. Um, for example, yesterday I got I ended up getting three referrals, and and so it's great because then you can build your business around referrals. You can build your week, your appointments, all of those things around referrals. So um, really, you know, there's five goals and you'll get a recording of this so you don't have to take notes, but I've looked at these five goals and, and I, I sort of built my business around this. And again, like I said, I didn't really start building my business with referrals until about 12, 13 years ago. And it was because I was just one of those hunters and and I was working so many hours. I had two young kids and I said, there's got to be a better way. And then once I started practicing ninja, which is ninja selling is how I base my business. And it's these five goals that I've created based pretty much on the way I feel. If, if you want a referral based business, you need to weigh the difference between short term profits and long term clients. What do I mean by that? You know, weighing the difference between, you know, getting paid and and hunting for your transactions and being more transaction based versus having long term clients that are helping you to build uh, your referral business. So you have to weigh that difference. You know, what what do you want? And then you have to build a database to the right size. So what I mean by that is. You know, how many people do you want to know? Because what has been shown is for every person you have in your database, you have the opportunity of getting or for earning $1,000 per person in that database. So if you want to, you know, do $100,000 per year, you need to have at least 100 people. You want to do 200,000 per year, you have to have a database of at least 200 people. And it goes on and on like that. So if you want to increase, um, also what I found is by increasing your uh, purchase price or your list price with people in your client database, you can earn more money that way as well. Okay, so instead of 
selling a lot of hundred thousand dollar homes. If you want to sell million dollar homes, you have a better opportunity of increasing um, your income that way as well. And then you really have to gain skills. You have to work with skills, um, work with how to make customer service phone calls, um, the, you know, gain skills to complete a great transaction. The reason why I feel like I've gotten a lot of referrals is because I want to make that transaction as smooth as possible. So, so I have a transaction manager, um, actually have two transaction managers and I have a, an assistant and those that way I'm not trying to complete a transaction that has all these different steps, especially if you have five to 10 under contract, you want to make sure that every single transaction goes through smoothly so that you can get referrals. Okay. So you've probably seen this before. Um, it's out of NAR. Um, you know, we're all realtors at EXP. And I feel like um, NAR is one of those websites that a lot of people forget about. So if you go to NAR, there's, they do a survey every year and it just came out in February. And it's a, the survey of buyers and sellers. And if you, if you look at this, this pretty much shows you that door knocking, you're gonna have to knock on a lot of doors. You know, personal contact with friends, at least one out of your 50 friends is going to uh, work with you. Add calls, 25 to one, sign calls, 20 to one. Now, open houses, you start to get a little bit better uh, ratio there. Walk-ins, that's just if you have an office with signs and people walk in. But this is what we want to show you, past sellers, past buyers, and referrals. This, to me, shows you that you're going to get, you know, out of four sellers, you could get uh, one transaction. And out of buyers, out of nine of your buyers, you might get one transaction. So when you look at those, what, what the survey of buyers and sellers has shown is that it, that ratio could be a lot higher if you kept in touch. Okay, so so we I'll, I'll show you some other information of uh, percentages of, of buyers and sellers and when they use the same agent again. But referrals, the ratio is so much higher. So if you have three referrals, the likelihood that that you'll have two out of those three referrals you'll work with. And so that just builds your pipeline better because with with buyers, you know, people ask me this question, why why is it nine out of nine buyers you'll only work with um, one of them again? And with sellers, it's less. So it's less, you know, the ratio is better. Um, and what we have found is because a lot of times buyer agents don't do a buyer consultation. They just go start going and showing properties. With sellers, you actually go into their home and you have a listing consultation. So that part is what we're seeing. If you were to actually do a buyer consultation, sit down as if they were like a listing consultation, that ratio would be a lot better. So try to remember that. You'll get more referrals if you have a buyer consultation with that buyer. So let's switch, get here. This is what I was talking about with the NAR survey. They said 67% uh, 
of recent home sellers said they would use a, uh, a referral or the same real estate agent they had worked with in the past. And 87% said that they would definitely use the same agent. 73% said they would probably recommend their agent for the future, but only 14% actually referred. So I'd like to hear in the chat, what do you think happened? What do you think happened? It went from 87% that would definitely use their agent again, 73% said probably, and then it dropped all the way down to 14% of the actually referred. What do you think happened? Just bad follow-up. Yep. That's it. That's really how you can get more referrals is staying in touch. Um, you know, the, the thing about, uh, let me get to another slide here. This is the part that you really want to look at is what are you doing with your time? And if you know that 40% of, you know, you, this, is, this is the NAR survey. They said 40% were referred by a friend, neighbor, or relative. Okay, so it's not just people that you've worked with before. And what I tend to get is I, you know, this where it says, um, if you look down, six down here, it says referred by another real estate agent or broker. Now, I work towards getting a lot of agent referrals. And the way EXP is set up is it's, it's pretty easy if you go to EXP referral network and you look at it every single morning, you see if there's an opportunity. So I've been with EXP for a year and I've, I've gotten three opportunities through the referral network. And, um, and we're talking, you know, pretty good price homes because I'm in the resort market. So I would say, you know, this for me, only 5% of my business, I'm, I'm more probably around 40 to 50% of my business is referral based from agents. And I do a lot of referring outside of the state. Um, and, you know, Georgia and Florida, I've owned real estate there. So I tend to uh, know a lot of real estate agents there. And so I refer people um, in that market. So it goes both ways. You know, there's a way to get referrals, um, you know, by friends, family, neighbors, relatives, but also it says use it use an agent previously to buy or sell a home. That's what that thirteen percent that I was talking about. You know, it dropped down fourteen, thirteen percent. So you have a lot of of different ways of of getting referrals, but the things that really matter um, based on that NAR survey is, you know, they just want agents that are honest and trustworthy. So, you know, your reputation does mean a lot. If you get a bad review or, or something uh, testimonial or somebody goes out and puts that, you know, that, that might be a small percentage. You want to, you want to have these great testimonials and reviews, um, Google reviews, uh, Zillow reviews, any, anywhere that you can post those kind of things, you, that's going to show, um, especially if it says you are honest and trustworthy or they, they liked 
um, how much experience you had. Um, so, so I think that, you know, a lot of times people don't know what we do. So I'm going to send this to you guys, everybody that's um, here. These links are 180 agent duties. <laughs> so, and it's, it's a great little infographic. And you can use it in your listing consultation, you know, with a buyer seller, because a lot of times they, you know, a lot of customers, they, they start looking at, at these other companies that are charging less. And, you know, those companies charge less because they, some of them are on salary or they, um, you know, I just don't think that they know that they have value. So you need to know how valuable you are. And, and by, by letting people know the things that you do, because it's not just about, you know, opening the door and, and showing properties. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it, it really, I think our job with a buyer, it, it, we show houses, but it really starts when we write that contract, the negotiations, um, once we go under contract, um, all of the things that happen. And then, you know, everything that, it, that happens before you put a property on the market. There's so many things that people just don't think about. And so it's good to have this if you have a consultation with someone. Um, you know, I had some some guy, he sat down in front of me, he was referred to me and I thought, I like referrals because you have a really good chance of working with that referral because it was referred either by somebody you worked with before and the the ratio is pretty high if they were referred that they will work with you it's over 50% it's like 60% that they will work with you if they were referred by another person that worked with you um and usually they're not talking to anybody else so that's always good but i had a guy sit down in front of me that was referred and he just pretty much the first thing he said was i hate realtors and you know what do you do when you have somebody you know just say that. So, so again, it's with that mindset. I could have really taken it, taken it as an, an offense and, and just said, I don't want to work with this person. But I had to help him to see what I was going to do for him. And all I, I asked the questions of, you know, what was his experience the last time he bought a home? What was the experience the last time he sold a home? And and those things that he said that he didn't like, I wrote down and made sure that the, that wasn't going to happen with working with me. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to get more referrals. Um, oops, here's this one. You really have to be consistent. You know, be the best that you can be with every single transaction and make a relationship versus the transaction. So be a relationship builder versus um, just going through a transaction. And then there's all kinds of value added special touches that you can put into it. And if it's, you know, let's say it's, um, you talk to them about, they really need to get new carpet in the basement uh, because of the smell or the, you know, you just tell them how, how a house will sell better with new carpet, new paint. Well, you don't want to just tell them about that. You want to actually help them get that done. 
Those are special touches. Um, also, after they've bought or sold a ho home with you, make sure that some, you know, at least once a month, you are reaching back out with, with either a, a gift of something. Um, what I do here in the um, Colorado areas, we have a magazine called 5280. And that magazine has, you know, all the great restaurants in it. Um, a, just a really good magazine on um, remodeling your home. But I, every time I have a closing, I just go ahead and subscribe my buyers and sellers to that magazine. So each month they get the magazine. I'm also getting it, reading through it. It gives us something to talk about when I make the phone calls. Um, and then they just know it comes from me. Okay, so think of things that you can do that'll have that special touch. Now your mindset, we'll talk about that again, is you really wanna be that relationship driver and customer business versus real estate business. Um, you do have a real estate business to run, but we're in the customer service business. So you always need to look at how are you running that customer service side. And I like this one, know your customer better than your product, okay? So yeah, you know real estate, you know the market, but you need to know your customer and know their feelings, know the personalities. Um, I would say, you know, find out what type of personality you are by doing the disc profile. Um, and then you need to adapt to the different people based on your own personality. So I do a whole nother class on, on disc. You know, if you're a dominant personality, you're gonna get along um really well with some of the uh, high C type people because a high C, which is the compliant type people, they're going to, um, you have to adapt to their personality. And if you're an influencer, you, you get along with a lot of other influencers. And that's who I tend to attract because I'm in more of an influencer type personality. So know your customer, know their personalities, know their, their likes and dislikes, ask lots of questions, um, and then work with that customer service type business. And then, you know, really with all your referral marketing, um, I would say you really want to get here to this commitment and consistency aspect of it. You know, have that same kind of appearance every time you meet with somebody. Um, try not to dress like your clients. I've, I've heard that a lot. You know, if they might show up in cutoff shorts and sandals, but you might want to to not dress like that. Um, dress like if, if they were if you were their banker or their financial advisor. Um, have a buyer process, have a seller process, have a follow up process, and then there are several designations um, that you might want to look at. Like I have a second home and resort property designation because that's that's what I do. And so people know that, and I get referrals based on the knowledge that I have of these mountain markets. And, you know, a lot of times realtors are very inconsistent. Um, they might have success just because they have a really strong personality and people like them. Um, but a lot of realtors are inconsistent because they just like winging it. You know, they're like, this is how I do it. Um, but that's more of a roller coaster ride if if they do that. Hunters and gatherer mindset versus a relationship building mindset. 
And a lot of them don't like standards or accountability. Uh, they're a hobbyist versus a business owner. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, a lot of agents are just cheap, lazy, and they never, never take time for a process. So I would encourage you to have that process. Be consistent, be committed. Um, and don't just sit there and wait for it. Okay. Be making your phone calls. Find out um, how people, you know, how the closing went for them afterwards. Have a survey that you can um, put out to them. You'll learn from it. And last thing I want to say is, you know, when, you, when you're looking for referrals, it's not just going to be past clients or um, friends and family. You really need to reach out to a lot of these different types of companies to network with. Um, I have a lot of mortgage people refer to me um, mainly because there's different types of, of um, you know, things that go on in the, the resort markets and different types of loans. And so I'm very familiar. And then I also have a pro forma on short-term rental. So I would say get to know what um, kind of buyers and sellers your bankers and or mortgage people are working with. When it comes to financial and wealth advisors, I would say just make phone calls. If you don't have a resource list of these types of people, go get, get that. Get some uh, list of people that when you call them up, just say, you know, say who you are and would they be open to you referring them? You're not going to have anybody say no. I had one CPA told, tell me that he couldn't take any more referrals, but most of them are going to say, yeah, I would love to be on your referral list. So if we put this list together, builders, I've gotten, um, you know, I've, I've been doing Every other month, I do like a builder's happy hour, and that way I get to know what's going on with their product. And, and they end up referring me, um, you know, people that want to buy land and, or, or people that want to buy in certain areas that um, they might not want to be building. And so you can build a referral list of all these types of people, insurance, of course, homeowner's insurance. You need to have a list of people like that, a list of CPAs. Um, the BK and estate attorneys. And really, I have this huge list of contractors and inspectors. Um, the contractors, I've gotten, you know, tons of referrals from my plumber because I refer my plumber to everybody else. And so when I refer to him, he likes that and he turns around and refers um, clients to me. So I think the resource list is really important. And you want to really have a mindset of hugging your customers. There's a great book called Hug Your Customers by Jack Mitchell. A hug is anything that exceeds your customer's ex expectation. It's just a mindset. You have to have that mindset of abundance. There's always going to be enough people that want to work with you. Um, you always want to collaborate. Be very generous. Share knowledge. That's what I'm doing with you right now is I'm going to share knowledge with you, let you know that um, you can reach out to me if you have any questions on this presentation or any questions about real estate in general. Um, I'm always sharing 
my knowledge, uh, trust and building rapport. You know, you want to welcome competition instead of being afraid of competition. You always want to believe the best is yet to come. Always believe that your pie can get bigger. And I, I like this one, takes ownership of change. And you know, in this business, it's all about change. It changes every day. Every transaction is different. Every buyer or seller is different. And that's what makes it exciting. So really, you want to have that friendly service. Do you love what you do? Okay, so I've had more clients get their real estate license and then join me at EXP is because they like seeing that I like what I do. And some some people were like, don't you, you know, don't you regret that or not like that because you have a client that wants to get licensed? And I said, no, I actually think it's a a compliment. If they really liked the service that I gave and they want to do the same thing, then that's great. I'm going to help them do it. I'm going to help them get their license and and hopefully they'll come over and work with me at EXP. Um, You know, that personal interest, ask them certain questions when you first meet them about their children, about their pets, about their schools, about, um, you know, I always ask, is there a favorite wine that they like? You know, get on that topic of, of wine or books. You know, make them feel special. Um, every time, you know, you meet with them, you could you could bring something. Um, always have that we can handle it attitude. Because that attitude is going to help you get referrals. Be very creative and forward thinking. If there's a situation that you don't know the answer to, Find it and let them know that you're looking for it. Let them know that you're looking for the answer. Um, That forward thinking part and and being creative and working with people to help get those answers, it's just going to help help them to see that you're the type of person that they want to refer. This is a great book too, Mr. Schmooze, The Art and Science of Selling Through Relationships. and. You just need a good system, you guys. Look at your database. Your database is your nervous system for your central nervous system for your business. You Got to keep track. Okay. Most agents will just move on to the next transaction and forget about those people. And I don't know if you know this, but less than 20% of agents actually have a good CRM. So if you have, you know, you have KB Core, um, use it. Use it to your benefit. Have newsletters. You know, I have a a monthly newsletter that goes out. Um, The art and science aspect of it is that that's going to be the newsletter is going to be more science. And then the art aspect of it is going to be, you know, activities. Get people together for lunch. Get people together for a client appreciation. Um, They like being appreciated. And, um, you know, there's so many different types of things that you can do, but get that book, The Art and Science of Building Relationships, because it'll give you a lot of great ideas. And you really, you know, you need to just script yourself in a natural way, because if you are afraid of asking for referrals, they're going to tell. They're going to be able to tell your nervousness. You don't have the confidence in it. So uh, just 
try to do it in a natural way, but you do need to practice it. Um, you know, practice with your, uh, not only with the script of asking for referrals, but also during the, the right after they go into contract. Because most people, right after they go into contract, whether it's on the, selling their house or they're buying a house, they're happy. And studies have shown that they will be happy for 30 days. <laughs> so they're going to be talking about it to other people, right? They're going to be saying, guess what? I just went under contract. And so during that under contract to closing is your best time to be committed to your service, committed to your customer service. And, you know, let them know how much you love helping them. And create that in-touch system because you don't want to just go into contract and then just let your transaction manager take over and you just see them at closing, okay? You want to be able to know what's going on with the transaction, even though a transaction manager is taking care of it. And that in-touch system, you want to stay in touch. With buyers, sometimes it's daily. With sellers, once you go into contract, sometimes it's daily. But you definitely don't want to put a sign in the yard and then not follow up with them and and you know you need to be talking price changes if you don't get any offers you need to be paying attention to them uh showing them the marketing that you're doing those kinds of things you don't want to just put a sign in the yard and then you know two weeks three weeks later you give them a call so i hope you enjoy this um i'm going to open this up you know to questions but building your business with referrals it just becomes a part of what you do i mean i have been working on this referral business, like I said, for about 12, 13 years, and it's changed my business tremendously. I, I mean, I literally tripled my business once I started focusing on customer service, being consistent, using my database, um, building those relationships, and it, it changed. I mean, I went from making, you know, $50, $75 an hour to closer to $250, $300 an hour, and it's and you work less hours. So so it's like how how can you build a business and work less hours? It's usually if you can just get referrals versus spending a lot of money on hunting for those that next transaction. So let's see what we got here. Um it says, will this be recorded? Yes. And yes, I can send the slides to you because I think that you'll really, uh, there's a lot of things I didn't go over and I think you'll enjoy um, going through each slide and getting more information from, from the NAR survey. But I encourage you to go to NAR, you know, it's NAR.com. And um, when you go there, look for that buyer and seller survey. They do it every year and it's usually released in February. And just read through it. And okay, somebody has a, Question? Yes, I'd love to hear your question. Hi, Monica. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, that was an excellent presentation. Cool. Yeah, so so informative, so well done. Um, I just, and this may not be a sh you know a short answer, but if you just any thoughts you might have or insights, how would you advise a brand new, brand newly licensed agent? without a database who really just wants to build a referral business and not so much sell homes? How would you tweak 
this? So people ask that, and, you know, being a brand new agent, what happened to me, and I can give this perfect example, is in Atlanta, I knew a lot of people. You know, I was born there, raised there. I had several businesses. I was an investor agent versus being a realtor. I just got my license just to buy and sell my own investment properties. Then I moved to Colorado and I only knew one person, one person in Vail, Colorado. And I knew that I had to build, you know, this business because I, I just left the state of Georgia and that's where my license was. And now I've got my license here. How am I going to build a database? And so I literally went and introduced myself to, I, I, we, I moved to Golden, just to let you know, Golden, Colorado. It's a, it's a small little town. Um, only I moved here and there were 17,000 people. And um, 23 years later, there's only 19,000 people. So I wanted people to know who I was. So I went business to business. I went to dry cleaners. I went to car washes. I went to, you know, I introduced myself to owners of restaurants, um, you know, and I just gave them my card. And it's different now. You don't have to really use cards. You can use um, a QR code or just giving people your information or, or how, do, how can you do business to business? So, for, for example, I would went to uh, different businesses and I said, do you have anything free that I can offer to the people that I know? Um, and so if you're saying you don't have a, a database right now, that means you need to be meeting people. And prospect, prospecting needs to be about 40 to 50% of what you do every single week. And, and then when you have a transaction, now you've got this one person that's going to be your advocate, your, that they're going to advertise for you. And so you want to schmooze them. <laughs> you know, you don't want to stalk them, but you definitely want to, to ask them, you know, could they refer you? How, how did it go? How did the transaction go? Because for every single person that you have in your database, they're going to know four people that are going to buy or sell that year. So you need to have that mindset of everybody that I know knows at least four people that are going to buy or sell. So if you only have 20 people in your database, you still have 80 people that you could be prospecting because for those 20 people, they know four people. So keep that mindset of abundance. Introduce yourself. I mean, I went around... And I introduced myself to a bunch of CPAs. I called them on the phone, set up an appointment. Uh, the financial advisors, you know, hey, can I um, come and meet you in person? Can I just um, drop off some information about what I do? Make yourself um, available so that people know that you're in real estate. That's pretty much the answer to that is... If you live, what kind of neighborhood do you live in? Um, we live in San Diego. So there's a ton of businesses, industry, lots of people, very dense yeah. population. Yeah. So I would say, you know, try it that way, but also in your neighborhood, you know, like for example, the way I met people when I first moved here, I didn't know a soul in my neighborhood. 
So I just did a, um, I moved here in March of 2000. And by that September of 2000, I had put together a big garage sale. Um, it was crazy because I moved all this stuff from Atlanta that I don't even know why I moved it because it didn't even fit. Um, and so I had to have a big state sale. And I just invited you know everybody if they wanted to bring stuff over that I would um, help sell it for them. And then I would be responsible for taking it uh, to Salvation Over Goodwill afterwards. So, so I met a lot of people that way. They came over to my house, dropped things off. But I also went door to door to let them know about the garage sale that I was putting together. And before I knew it, um, literally that year that I moved from Georgia to Colorado, I did 18 transactions that first year without knowing anybody. And it was because of just reaching out to people and introducing myself. And asking for, and like you said in the beginning, you ask for the business, you ask for the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to. And and let's say, let's say you have a closing and you talk about that at, at the closing table or before closing, you know, they're very happy. Um, you asked how your customer service went. And you can tell them my, my business is based on referrals. Um, it's based on my customer service. So how do you, how do you feel it felt it went? If you could you know, rank it on one to 10, 10 being excellent. Where did I fall in my customer service? You're, you're going to hope to get, you know, eight, nine or 10. If they give you something lower, you, you say, thank you. Say, thank you so much for being honest. I'm going to work on that. Um, if I were to improve that, would you feel like you could refer me? If you get an eight, nine or 10, that's fantastic. And you're saying, thank you. Um, that means you can refer me, right? So, so it, I say it very natural instead of, you know, anybody that wants to buy or sell real estate, you know, that, right. that's old school. You want to base it on your customer service, base it on your relationship with them. And even if you haven't done a transaction with them and, and they're a friend or a family or a neighbor, you're always letting them know what you're doing, what's going on. Um, offer market analysis. I do about 10 market analysis a week. And um, those are for past, you know, people that have helped them buy or sell. So when you start getting your database built up, you're constantly doing market analysis for them because you're their realtor resource. You're their market resource. So offer those um, free market reports as much as possible. And when you, when you ask for that feedback on the level of service received, are because let's just say, a, you know, the CPA refers a client to you. Who, who are you asking for the feedback from? both the, the the buyer is it always the buyer or the seller or is it the, the referring people because it would seem you, you want confidence in both that if they keep continue referring their clients to you they want to ensure they're having a good experience yeah yeah you can definitely um when you get referrals the best thing to do let's let's say a, uh, another agent referred you um or another oh i guess we need to go Oh, <laughs> uh, reach out to me. 
They have my information. Yeah, reach out to me, but you can find my website, purplemountain.com, P-U-R-P-L-E-M-T-N.com with all my information. I enjoyed this so much, you guys. Can't wait to see it. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.